Hey, Community Church, it's Jim. And Becca. And we're excited to bring to you another podcast episode. Thanks for taking the time to join us. And you know, it is a good day. I started today listening to the new Aladdin soundtrack yes. with my five-year-old. You know it, right, Rebecca? Of course I do. <laughs> and I just got to say, uh, it was epic. And I'm kind of digging Will Smith as the genie. Yeah, he kills it. Ca- it it kind of worked for me. And even more, <laughs> you know what I love about today is riding with the windows down. It's kind of starting to get cold, like in the high 70s. Just a little bit. <laughs> but it's starting to get cold, which means fall is here. The windows down, music up kind of weather. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Well, really quick question then. Who's gotten that pumpkin spice latte? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say I haven't, but I do have a pumpkin spice candle in our house right now. that works. Well, I've Uh, had three, so clearly (laughs) I want it to be fall. You win the pumpkin spice competition. That's very true. I do love it, though. I fancy a pumpkin spice latte. But anyway, hey, we're excited to continue the conversation from Sunday with you guys as we just kind of wrapped up this thought of six ways to make a difference. Yes. And first off, hey, Rebecca's back. I am back from jury duty and happy to be here. So sad that I missed last week, but I learned so much from Tammy on that last podcast episode. And I'm so thankful that Taylor was able to step in. Yeah, I got to say a quick shout out to Mm T-Chill. Taylor Childers did an amazing job just helping us take that conversation and really engage with Tammy on what God's doing around the world. So, as you know, over the past four weeks, we've been talking all about six ways to make a difference. And honestly, God's been moving in my heart as we've been having these conversations. And with so many others, I've also felt like they've really heard God speak to them as well about their next steps. And this just really fires me up. It truly, there's so much momentum at this moment as we're figuring out the next steps that we get to take to make a difference. So my heart is that while this series has really reached its end, I actually believe it's truly just the beginning. So true. Mm-hmm. So with all that said, I'm really excited to welcome our guest this week. It's our very own missions pastor, Brian. So Brian, welcome and thanks so much for joining us. So how are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Exciting to be here. Um, man, it's you, been a good day. You love Aladdin? I do love Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin's the best. Favorite um, song? Can we just hear it? Oh, shoot. I'm not good with songs. You put me on the spot. But <laughs> oh, whole I know, new world. Uh, that's a good one. But I do know that I uh, serenaded my wife during the whole movie, except for the new <laughs> songs, because clearly you can't know the new songs. You can't know the new songs. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, Brian, uh, we're super glad you're here. I remember when you first pitched this idea of six ways to make a difference. I think we were sitting in Chick-fil-A, or as Tammy was talking about last week, Christian Chicken, the place to go. It's anointed. Uh, but it's we were talking about this, and I just remember this concept it kind of rocked my mind because it's such a simple idea, but it's so revolutionary at the same time that, you know, every person's yes to Jesus looks a little different, but we're all called to play a part. Um, and so I would love to even hear from you as you've been in the missions world for a while and you heard this thought, and this concept, really, what has that changed in your own rhythm and your own perspective of what it looks like to be a part of God's plan? Yeah, um, I think it changes everything. Um, when I look back over my life and my my story, when I started reading scripture and, and seeing that scripture is about God and it's God's glory and we have a part to play, it really does change everything. And these yeah. six ways are just a small part, a practical part, mm-hmm. um, but it really just, it kind of wrecks your world. Yeah, and so, does. you know, I mean, you even shared it yesterday going, man, I love to spend time on the couch. Mm-hmm. And man, when you start getting into scripture and you start going, all right, God, show me how you want me to play a part in bringing your glory to the world and the nations, he comes in there and just wrecks that. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't, that's good. That You can rest, that's good. 
But if that's all you're doing, man, you're mi- I'm, I'm missing right. out on just what God has for me and the opportunity I have to play a, a, a role in his story. Yeah, that's good. I think about too, like when we think about God's mission, it's such a big idea. It's easy to be like, yeah, he's going to do that. He's going to, everybody's going to come to know his name all over the world, all people. And then we can be like, all right, I'm going to sit on the couch and watch TV. But it really is this message that challenges you is um, you have a part to play and it's just start here, you know, start with this one step and then you can find your way through. But as people start even with that one step, um, I'm curious, Brian, what you would say is like, so what do we do next after that? Say like I was learning about these six ways and the one of learn really jumped out to me. So, you know, I went online and read some biographies of some amazing missionaries and just learned about what it's looked like to really go overseas. But what do I do then? Do I continue on that journey or do I need to like jump to the other way of, you know, sending now or going or mobilizing? How would you encourage someone that's taken a step but then what do we do next? Yeah, I think those steps kind of ebb and flow together. And so in my life, what I've learned is, no pun intended there, um, I mean, I want to learn always. Yeah. And so I'm not just going to put the learning step aside to go and serve in a local organization or go move overseas, because if I stop learning, then I'm going to screw things up. Yeah. And so I think they, depending on the season you're in, you know, I know that my wife and I, we send missionaries just from supporting and praying for them. Yeah. And so it's it they kind of mix together and flow together and and it's just kind of going, man, God has us right now, even just in this minute, man, I'm gonna learn. Like I was reading last night and I'm chose to learn in that moment. You know, waking up this morning and praying together as a staff. Like I've chose to pray for the missions culture in our church and what we're doing. And so it is really just kind of going, are we available? to the Holy Spirit speaking to us to go, this is your time right now to learn, or this is your time right now to go. This is your time right now to send or welcome, yeah. whatever that may look like. That's good. I think it's often, I probably have thought of it as more of a linear way, you know, like mm-hmm. a linear step of I'm doing this so I can do this and then so I can do this. But what you're saying is really more of this organic picture of we're looking, there's all these ways we can take steps and it's going, God, what is what season are we in now mm-hmm. and how do I take that step? And that may be different tomorrow. It may be different six months from now, yeah, but it's really sure. listening to the spirit in the moment. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I really do think it is an ebb and flow and it's just about availability to what God wants to do in and through you. That's good. I love that. It makes me even think that even the way you're talking, it sounds just like it's a lifestyle shift. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely a lifestyle shift. Yeah. From your like personal, like, uh, what you've experienced personally, how is that? How have you shifted lifestyle-wise? Yeah, I think uh, when I look back over the last several years, I think when I first learned about the unreached, I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know what to do with this concept that, man, there's people, uh, you know, I don't know, it's like 3.14 billion people don't have access to the gospel. Yeah. And so I was just like, that's a big number. Like, I'm just one guy. I don't know what to do with that. But then it's just, as I've learned, I just talk about it more. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I talk about it more, it's just, man, I'm educating others. And people know that that's what I have a heart to do. And they know that's what my wife and I have a heart to do. And so it's just, it kind of begins to really just kind of overflow from there. Yeah. Um, so it is. it has shifted because I never would have thought five years ago that I would be a, a missions pastor who was have thought about moving overseas at one point. I thought American dream, you know, white picket fence, 2.5 kids, yep. a dog, you know, those things. Four-bedroom house. Right. right. Yep. And 
Um, but God has gotten in that and messed with it in such a good way. Um, and it, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm having to give up things, Mm -hmm. but in the end, those things really don't matter. It's kind of just, man, God is going, Hey, Brian, can you be faithful right here? And I know that in the last several years, it's just been a journey of next right steps. And I haven't really gotten pictures of like, you know, five years down the road, Brian, you are going to be blank. It's been, man, today, Brian, take the next right step. That's good. I feel like so much of it is I've heard just becoming aware of what God's plan is and coming aware of this whole other part of the world that has never even heard his name really can um, begin the conversation that unfolds into us taking our next step and talking about it to other people. I think people think that's such a simple, practical thing, but that's a lot of it is helping spur one another on to realize, man, this is a big deal. And there is so much out there that we can be a part of. We should figure out what is our part look like. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's actually like, I mean, you, when you think about what you're passionate about, you just talk about it yeah. and you're actually mobilizing mm-hmm. others. So the practical example is I love Georgia Bulldogs. Yes. And so I will talk Georgia football with anybody all day long. Right. But like, I'm also passionate about God things too. And I can talk about those and, and mobilize others. That's that big yeah. word, but I'm just sharing with others what I'm passionate about. Yeah. It's amazing how many times I've shared even just that unreached people group number and people's minds are just like right. exploded and their eyes are massive because we just don't even realize what it's like outside of our bubble sometimes. Um, but it really will motivate. That's how we change the world. That's how we motivate a movement is speaking, talking about it and saying, all right, how do we join in right. and what do we do? It's so, so true. And even what you were just saying, you don't necessarily have the plan five years down the road. You have that next step for this day. You know, my next question to you is, what if there are people listening right now? They feel led. They have to start something, to do something, to take this step, to get involved in a certain way but they're really struggling to know where to begin. What do they do? What would be your encouragement to them? And how do they own those things that the Lord's really stirring in their hearts? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, man, we just got to start talking to each other, you know, talking to your friends, your family, your, you know, wife, husband, whatever that may look like. Um, You know, I think just through my journey um, to even being a a missions pastor, just I had lots of conversations going, can I do this? Can Mm -hmm. I not do this? Like, Am I equipped for this? Am I not? Um, you know, so I think starting the, the conversation is definitely it. I mean, I think the six ways are definitely it. It's yeah. just a, right. you know, I mean, I just want to, if it's, you're feeling like you just need to go do something, then go do something. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sometimes it's just as simple as I had a, um, a mentor of mine one time tell me just to get off the couch, like just mm. go outside. And so sometimes it's just as simple as like, okay, I'm going to go make a phone call to a local organization to go, what do you need? And if I can feel it, great. And if I can't, then I'm going to, you know, go find an organization I can't or call me up at the church. Let's have a conversation to get, to see where it goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think even times I think about like, if you have that stirring, some of it's like, go on a walk in your neighborhood and ask God to show you what it is he's stirring around. It's some of the, what John's talked about, even with our persons of peace, like we're just looking for this around us. And I think oftentimes too, we can want to look to the organization of the church to be like the answer. So if we have this stirring, a lot of times we'll go to the church, we'll go to this other organization say, Mm -hmm. Hey, can you go help do this? But oftentimes God's calling us personally. I can even know for me, even being on staff at a church, I've wanted to be like, all right, here's this mission. I feel like God's calling me, but I'm going to use the church to do it. And I've had, I've just been convicted that he's going to jump. I'm calling you and your family to do this. So y'all go take the time and take that step. And it's not about making sure you have a campaign, you have a budget, you have all these things ready to go mobilize a hundred people. Sometimes it's just about you 
taking the step to go interact with the people God's calling you to and where he's calling you to go. Yeah. I think sometimes it can, it needs to be broken down into small chunks. Yeah. You know, it's the next right step. So if it's the next right step for that 30 minutes and that's it. And if it's the next right step for the day, that's great. Or if it's the next right step for the week, that's good. Whatever those chunks are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe God has given you this vision to tackle poverty and that's awesome, but that's a big vision to try and tackle yeah. like all at once. And so, man, maybe you need to break it down into today, I'm going to go learn what poverty really is yeah. mm-hmm. or, right. you know, whatever that may look like, you can break it down into smaller chunks yeah. as you go towards the big vision. Totally. That's so good. That's good. Hey, in another way, um, just before we finish this conversation with Brian, you know, we you can't help find a way by even just going to check out sixwaystomakeadifference.org. That's where you can find about other organizations in this area. You can discover ways that you can welcome people, ideas, ways to help mobilize, and you can even get signed up to go on mission trips just to go and to experience what this life looks like. I think that's great. You know, something else I'm thinking about is years ago, this is kind of just a, the spit, breaking it down to small chunks. Years ago, I wanted to run a half marathon. Yep. And I... Which rem- that's amazing, by the way. Because <laughs> well, I, I don't want to run a half mile. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really wanted to run a half marathon, but I didn't run. This is like my freshman year of college. Yeah. And someone told me about the Couch to 5K app. You guys uh, it's amazing. probably know yep, what I'm talking about. I've heard about, about it. And they're like, well, why don't you just start by doing this app and do what it says every single day? Don't think about the half marathon. I'm like, well, that's only going to get me to a 5K. Totally. Like, we'll sign up for a 5K. And so I signed up for a 5K and did that for a little bit. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And then we did this 10K program. And it was like day by day by day. But my what my requirement to myself was, number one, I didn't actually look at how many miles at the end until yeah. I got to the end because yeah. it was like overwhelming to think how many I had left to go. Totally. And then number two, when I was going through that whole process, I just did what the app told me that day. Yeah. I know that sounds <laughs> Don't really Don't go but a like, little more, but really just do the minimum of what it's saying. Right. And then it was like, fast forward, I ended up doing like four half marathons wow. over a couple of years. Yeah. And I would never have done that. And it's not, I even look back, I'm like, how did I actually do that? Yes. I have no clue. But, you know, just taking those steps. And in the same way, I think you're, you're talking about the same thing. I exactly. love to in the app. I think uh, it encourages you. There's like people on there that are like, you can do this when you're like a half a mile in and they're encouraging. I think that's something even with this is having letting community around you know what you're doing yes. so they can encourage you in it. Don't just go be the hero by yourself and go take that step. But let community know, hey, I'm going to read this book about so-and-so because I want to learn. And when you get in the middle of a 500-page biography and you want to put it down, your community can help encourage you to be like, no, nah, you got this. Let's finish it. I can't wait to hear about it once you finish it so we can talk about it. And use your community to help motivate you. You're mobilizing others at that point. Yes. It's so good. That's so good. Yes, and not only that, I feel like in that in by getting other people to join you, it's you're going to go – it's going to be sustainable. You're going to go farther together. It's just going to be so much better. Okay, so Brian, here's here's kind of the last question. You know, we're at the end of the series. We're wrapping everything up. And all my interactions with you, a lot of times, you know, we'll talk about missions. And I walk away with a sense of urgency, this understanding of God's heart for the nations and our part to play in it. So lastly, like, let's zoom out for a second. Let's assume anything's possible. We have no barriers. What would be your desire for us as people of God here in the Golden Isles? What's your hope? What's your dream? What's your prayer? What's the unfiltered answer? If you could have whatever's in your heart happen, what would that be? That's a really big question. Uh, (laughs) What comes to my mind right off the rip is I think um, our church and community really has an opportunity to be influencers. Um, And I really do believe that 
God is doing something in here to really stir up um, a movement to the nations, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is there's people here that are becoming more aware that there's unreached, whether that's f- across the ocean or in our backyard mm-hmm. because they're in both spots. Right. And so, um, and we're just going, okay, this is my step. Like I've, there's people I know here are just like, I want to reach the international students at the college. Um, I want to reach the international students who own grocery stores or international folks who own grocery stores and markets and gas stations and here locally. But we're just becoming aware that God has this big picture task that once it's complete, Jesus comes back. Mm -hmm. And that's big vision. um, But God wants us to be a part of that. And that's what gets me excited is this community has an opportunity to kind of go, we're in. And we're going to play a major role in Jesus coming back, really. Yeah. And we're already positioned to do it. Like he's already prepared us for this in this season. We just have to take the step and we got to find our way and to go from there. So, hey, Brian, that's so good. Thanks for joining us. Hey, before we even finish, uh, Brian, we started this tradition here where we close with a question. I think you've already even heard about this question uh, where we just ask every single person the same thing. And we've learned so far about soap at Carabas uh, and the smell of it to <laughs> Chick-fil-A sandwiches to all kind of things. And so my question for you, Brian, just right now in your life today, what's your favorite thing? Yeah, um, so I talked about this a little bit yesterday. I love to CrossFit. Okay, um, so like working out, yeah, CrossFit. working out. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, I love to work out. And Not like a Christian workout company, yeah, CrossFit. No. You get it? <laughs> that's a really, Jesus Fit. I'm just that's, a, anyway. that's a good pastor joke right there. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I just got a new belt, weight belt. Weight um, belt. Yeah. Okay. I know it's kind of um, really geeky, that's I guess, cool. in the workout world. But I was pretty excited <laughs> to get about it in. your weight belt. Yeah. So if you haven't ever tried a weight belt, guys or girls, what's when a you're, weight belt do? It just gives you extra support when you're lifting heavy weight. Okay, so it helps your back. You know, like, it helps you get stronger. Yeah, Next time right. I'm doing that, I'll make sure to Hey, I've actually belt. heard, Brian, you have a special patch. You got some patches you I can put on your weight patch, belt. Yeah, uh, it matches the color. It's red and gray, and it kind of just accents the belt. So, yeah, I know. Uh, you can get whatever patch you want to. They have uh, trolls patches. What are the too. patches for? Uh, just so you, it's like an accessory. It's like bling bling. You know, <laughs> <laughs> throw some bling on it. So, <laughs> all right, so Brian's funny. favorite thing right now is a weight belt. So if you work out, try it out. It may help you. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, (laughs) it's about time to wrap up today's episode. We hope this series has been an important beginning for all of us to figure out how to take our next steps as the Lord leads. So, you know, another thing. Hey, good news. A lot of you guys have been asking if we're going to keep doing this podcast. Well, we are. We will be continuing this podcast moving forward. So please be sure to tune in next week. Yep. And hit us up on social media or email us at podcast at sscommunitychurch.com. Thanks for joining us for this conversation with Brian. And we hope you find your next step in making a difference in this world. So see you next week. See ya. See ya.